Hello! Welcome back to Tickle Me, a podcast. Um, wait. <laughs> a podcast that is spoken in by me, Julia Newcorn. I am impatient. Um, and let me tell you why. So, I really wanted to do a, an advice episode because some of my favorite podcasts are advice podcasts. And um, I don't have like <laughs> many people to ask. So um, I asked on Instagram, nobody answered. Um, so shame on everyone. Shame on you. Shame on you. However, I asked my sister to ask her little friends, some of them I'm friends with too, of course, to ask me questions. And they really came through. However, <laughs> um, they're all like, they're all like in high school, right? So they're all like trying to do college stuff. And so I'm just going to like dedicate this episode not to like general general advice, but just to college advice, I guess. The first question I got was making the right decision when choosing college. So, um, <laughs> well, I um, did not know how to do this. Um, I don't think anyone knows what they're doing when they apply to college. I've got to be honest. Like, I guess it helps if you know, like, what you want to study because you can kind of go off of that. Or if you have, like, a financial situation and you kind of can only base your college decisions on that. Like, those are two really helpful sort of aspects of choosing college, um, that you can definitely like use and ride all the way because truth be told I've visited a lot of my friends at different colleges and they're all the same like the college itself and the experience you have there is the same it's just where it's located um that really makes the, the difference well I'll just tell you what happened to me so I um went to the University of Denver last year I love backpacking and I just love being in nature so I was like oh I'm gonna choose a college near the Rockies because that means that I can go into the mountains all the time um and that's kind of all and then I just toured a bunch of colleges in Colorado and DU was the prettiest one you know like that's it like and at the time I thought I wanted to have kind of a bigger school so I decided to go there the location of this school it was interesting because Denver, I don't know, they have public transportation, but it's not very common. It doesn't spread out very far. Um, I mean, I suppose that's kind of an issue with public transportation in most places that have it, but um, it, it's pretty a car-friendly city, I would say, and the mountains were at least 30 minutes away driving. You could not get there using public transportation. So... I like definitely had trouble like doing the things that I wanted to do. I kind of figured it out. I made friends with some people who had cars. I think that's a very common thing um, with a lot of colleges because they're in these smaller college towns and they don't have um, means of getting around other than people having cars. I guess most people have cars. That's <laughs> something I learned. Like, if you grow up like not in a city, you probably have your own car, which is fucking crazy and awful I think because I hate cars 
Um, but you do you, man, if you have a car. I understand how that can really give you freedom. Um, but not to me. Choosing a, a university that's in, like, I don't know, car, Illinois, University of Illinois, is or, like, University of Illinois Carbondale, like, that, like, both of those are, like, cornfields, nothing around, so, like, there's not even a city to drive around in. It's just, like, a small town and, like, farms, that kind of thing. Um, so figuring out if you'll feel okay just staying on campus, which I didn't. I felt like I was trapped in this bubble of fake society, and that fake society was my college. And the types of people that will end up going to that college, for example, like, at Denver, a lot of people were from the suburbs of Denver. Um, and a lot of people were from California and a lot of people were from the Chicago suburbs. Like those were the three like main things, which is really weird. But, um, so like those were the types of people who I was surrounding myself with. Um, if you go to Indiana university, you are going to see a lot of people who grew up in Indiana. And that means that these people most likely, like, I mean, I'm thinking politically, right? So like these people probably are more conservative, um, and that kind of thing. So like, those are the types of people you're surrounding yourself with. That's like the most important thing. And of course, like levels of academics, like Denver, like attracted a lot of like really wealthy people. Um, another, yeah, like if it's private, like you're going to be around a lot of rich kids, which is fine. Like they're the same, <laughs> but sometimes it's kind of weird when they like like the things that they can do all the time, like you can't do, you know, like these kids, the kids at Denver were going skiing every weekend. They all had season passes. They all had their own cars. Do you know how many red Jeeps I saw in that damn parking lot? So many. So like, that's something to consider. Making the right decision when choosing college, you know, 30% of people transfer. That's what I hear. I transferred. Learning how, if you're transferring, like, it's really nice because you kind of already know what you don't like. So for me, I didn't like being in a college campus. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to go to a school that's like a building on a city block instead. And I did. And I love it. So, well, I like it. <laughs> I don't know if I like college in general. Um, but yeah, like, if you, if you don't want to have that, like, frilly college experience go to community college um or something like don't waste your money on that so i guess in sum you don't really know if you're making the right decision but i think it's important to think about these factors and like actually think of yourself living there would you actually like being surrounded by a bunch of kids who do vodka shots and then go to frat parties and wear the same thing as each other you know like does that appeal to you it appeals to a lot of people it doesn't appeal to me but it appeals to a lot of people so yeah that kind of stuff um but also usually like colleges are so big that you will find your group it takes a lot of time but you will find your group i haven't yet but i'm still working on it that leads me to meeting people in college um <laughs> A lot of it comes from who you're roommates with and who was on your floor if you're doing that. I um, had some interesting roommate stuff happen last year. 
Um, my first roommate and I didn't really get along super well. She was really busy all the time. At the end of the day, when we both were back in her room, like she was just really stressed and it kind of stressed me out and she had really negative vibes going on. She was kind of inconsiderate. Sorry if you're listening, <laughs> but it's, I mean, that's what I felt. So we actually switched rooms. That's something you should do. If you don't like a roommate, get the hell out of there. Uh, I got a new roommate, love her to death. And uh, through her, I found my friends at that school. Um, then I left the school, good riddance, but I still talk to them. So, I mean, it's really cool like being able to meet people who live all over the country. That's just the coolest thing to me. Oh my God, I love it. I have friends in Texas, all over Texas. I have friends in California. I have friends in Jersey, New York. Um, Colorado, Minnesota, no, <laughs> not Minnesota, but you know, <laughs> I get around. Also like joining clubs, like I have a lot of like acquaintances because I joined like two to three clubs at Fordham. So that's nice because you kind of like, even if you're not like friend friends with them, it's nice to like have someone to say hi to in the hallway. It does still make you feel good. I definitely am not really past that point with a lot of people but I think that's a good sp space to be in. So making friends in college like fucking sucks, but eventually I hear you make really good friends. So I'm, I'm kind of riding on that. Let's see how to find a good roommate. Um, you never know, you never know. Listen, I went random. Most people I know went random. How, it was a half success, I would say. Half the people liked the roommates, half the people didn't. You're gonna have a crazy roommate story, just deal with it. <laughs> my, my roommate, my previous roommate, um, when we switched rooms, she, she switched to the other freshman dorm and um, she was told that it was quiet and because she likes her quiet because you know she's she, she's very stressed so she needs calm and uh well she moved on a friday night so it was loud because kids were getting rowdy and she was like what the fuck i'm not dealing with this and marched on right back to my dorm building and was demanded that she get the room back and my my new roommate was like no like we just switched the paperwork has been filed i want to be here no fucking way. So she forced herself into another room. Um, it was a triple, but they had a missing bed. And it was a room that like had people over late at night every night. Like that was their thing. And they like had that system down and, and my old roommate went in and she kind of fucked it over. Um, and they were pissed and she was pissed. And then she eventually moved to the suburbs with her family friend so um that's my crazy roommate story <laughs> also one time i ate her cereal when i got high <laughs> so like over time you know it went like she had less and less cereal and she one day she was like my cereal is almost gone and i haven't had any of it it was a mess and then i had to buy her new cereal um i don't feel guilty but yeah one of you is gonna be the shitty roommate and sometimes it switches off i've i've had friends who room together they went to high school together and they went to like u of i together and they actually had a pretty good time um i think that i mean they're still really close so it just depends but yeah you never really know how someone is until you live with them 
Um, communication is important though. Social life in college. <laughs> People like to party. Um, I thought I liked to party, but I actually hate it. <laughs> um, half the people I met had never smoked weed. A third of the people I met, like, didn't really drink either, like, before college. I, like, definitely think that you should prepare yourself for partying because I've heard people say, like, that's, like, how you make friends also. Um, I obviously, like, I guess I'm proof that that's not true, or that it is true because I don't party and I don't really have that many friends. Um, but I will say like people who I have like gone out with in New York, like I did not, I'm not friends with them. It's really easy to go out with someone and not talk to them. Um, cause you're dancing and you're drunk, you know? So, and same at frat parties. It's the same frat parties, clubs. Like, I don't know if you'll actually make friends with someone. Pre-gaming is a way to make friends with someone. So yeah, I don't know. If you can let me know like how to have a social life in college. Okay, I have a social life, but I'm not happy with it. So if you can let me know, uh, hit me up. Stuff to know about dorms. Try to go into a dorm that has a communal bathroom because you actually see more people there um, and you talk to them in the bathroom. Um, and if you have sweet style, like that's really fun and nice and clean it's not clean but it feels clean sort of the concept feels clean um you're not gonna like socialize with anyone else on your floor because you're not leaving your room to go to social areas so that's something to consider that's all i'm gonna say also like dorm rooms are ugly and small and i think that having my bed low is cuter so I don't know if any of that helped, but um, honestly, like college is not fun. It's really hard and it's not something to get all stressed over. Like, yes, it's around four years of your life. So that's something to consider, but it's not a big deal. And I think that everyone should take a gap year. And I think that I should have gone to community college yeah, I think like it's more important to think about other things like hmm, your goals in life. I mean, let me tell you my goal. It's to through hike the Appalachian Trail. Um, I also kind of want to do the Pacific Tra Crest Trail, but I hear it's a little bit more dangerous. So I think I want to start on the AT and that's more beginner friendly. It was my goal to like do something in the fashion industry and I tried it out with an internship and I didn't like it that much. Um... It was my goal to pretend to be Carrie Bradshaw, so it, I joined a club and wrote an article for the club about fashion and pretended to be Carrie Bradshaw. So, um, oh, this is something about college. It has so many opportunities. Like, that price, you don't realize, part of that price is, like, um, research um, websites, like, free subscriptions to streaming services, so many free things that you like kind of want to think of, but they're really nice. And one of those things is just like a lot of resources to jobs, internships, um, things like that. I don't know. I wonder how many people actually know what they want to be when they grow up because I still don't know what I want to be. And um, I would love to know like what other people want to be. It changes so much. Like throughout my college experience only, 
I think, like, well, I don't even know, like, my major has changed so many times. Like, it was religious studies, and then it was communication and culture and religious studies and fashion studies minor. Now it's just communication and culture. What I want to be, like, I don't even fucking know. I wanted to, like, maybe work in fashion. But, yeah, like I said, like, everyone is kind of obsessed with themselves. And it's super, like, everyone just wants to make money. What the fuck? Like, that's so boring and pointless. I can't sit in an office all day at a computer. That's another thing. But I can't do that and know that I'm not doing any good for anyone else. I guess I want to save the world. I used to think that maybe I wanted to do environmental stuff. But, like... The problem is a lot of the things that I want to do like are just my hobbies and my value, my morals, you know, my morals and my hobbies. Like my hobby is, is it even a hobby? Like just how I dress myself is fun. That's a hobby, I guess. Um, my morals, um, I need to be environmentally friendly. I need to be like vegetarian and recycle and compost and stuff and avoid like taking cars, like that kind of thing. Um, but like, I don't know if I want that to be my entire job. (sighs) How do you know? I just don't know. I guess you just have to keep trying things out. Listen, I've taken so many career tests and I've gotten florist a lot. I've gotten teacher. I think it would be fun to be a teacher, but my mom told me to never go into that, the education industry, I suppose. Um, so... I guess that's kind of off the list, but should I even listen to what she tells me? I don't know. I tend to, and I think a lot of people tend to, think of a job, a career, something like that, and discredit all of the work that you do in that job, or just to completely ignore all of the details behind it. I feel like I know a lot of people who are just like, yeah, I'm going to go to law school, I think, next. And they don't actually consider, well, maybe they do, but I don't think they do. I don't think they really consider all of that work that they actually will have to put into to become a lawyer. And then all of that work that they're going to have to do when they actually are a lawyer. Like you actually have to know a lot of laws and I don't know what lawyers I don't know the nitty-gritty but I think that's the point I think the point is that we don't know the nitty-gritty of most jobs so we discredit them growing up with computers and stuff like it is really easy to to tackle difficult things and have it not take time um like you can google search stuff really fast like there are a lot of cheats out of stuff like you can do calculators Oh my gosh, you know what saved my life in in high school? Like, you can do... There are, like, log calculators for math. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there are a lot of shortcuts. But honestly, like, in the real world, like, there's just more. (laughs) It's just hard. And it sucks. Um, You actually have to do work. (laughs) I don't know what to do about it. Um, I guess that factors into, like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. When do I know when something doesn't feel like work? Is my job going to just feel like a job? Oh, man. 
that's difficult to think about. I'm actually just going to read in the, another question I got from someone. And this kind of goes with what I was just talking about. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be super unsuccessful in life and I'm afraid that I'm not living my life fully so far. I know our teen years are romanticized heavily, but I feel unfulfilled and unaccomplished. There's only one thing I can say I'm truly proud of, but I feel really empty. Oh, I'm sorry. I think a lot of us feel like that. <laughs> I think your teen years are the most, like they're the most important in terms of like puberty <laughs> and like what you learn in school sometimes. But other than that, like they aren't important. I used to think that I peaked in high school. I like had a really good time senior year and then freshman year really sucked. And I was like, man, did I peak in high school? But then I, now I think back to like all the friendships I had and all of the interactions I had and all the classes I took and like everything I did. And I realized that I didn't actually do that much. And my, my friendships like were really nice, but like they could have been so much deeper. And I thought that they were so deep at the time, but now I know that like it can get even more like intense. Like life can be even more saturated than you ever imagine in when you're a teenager um spoken as a 20 year old by the way <laughs> but i think it's really important to remember that a lot like toni morrison started writing when she was a full adult like i don't know how old she was but she like worked at a publishing company she had children um she didn't start writing till she was like way past all those like quote-unquote milestones that you have to to, to accomplish and I think it's interesting because we we watch a I mean personally I watch a lot of YouTube and all of these people like somehow seem like they have their lives together and like like YouTube is their job and it seems like that's their purpose and they like most of them are really young and it's really hard to remember that like you're not gonna be like that like that's not normal let's say you watch 50 people on youtube that's only 50 people only 50 people out of seven eight billion like come on <laughs> you're right asker like your teen years are romanticized um and i think the internet like just amplifies that for sure and i would say like if you feel empty you are young and i mean i feel pretty empty too I'm also young. <laughs> I Like I said earlier, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. Um, I think it's just important to follow leads. How I said I like got a fashion internship because I like fashion. Like That's following a lead. Keep busy is my advice. Remember that everything is harder than you think it is. That's my other advice. So you actually have to try. Um, I think a lot of people feel empty because everything's... Like nothing seems like an option. This was This was my problem everything seems so one-sided and it also seems like everything is harder than it seems like i said earlier and you need to remember to not like shut out all your options here's the thing here's the thing asker like we are at the age like especially once you reach 18 we are at the age there's a kind of a duality to it right so like one side of this is that we feel like we're on a very straight path we have to go to college I mean, at least, like, where we grew up, like, here, like, in Chicago, like, 
you know, the people who ask these are probably in the same boat as me. Like, we kind of, most of us go to college, right? And then blah, 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 whatever happens after, who the hell knows? But we feel like we have this obligation. And we also feel like everyone is going to judge us if we don't follow through with these obligations. But we can do anything we want. Like, I literally moved to New York because I didn't like where I was. And it was really scary to come to terms with that. But I, like, did the dang thing. Like, I filled out an application and my and then I went. So, <laughs> like, my cousin moved to France for a year. She just did it. Like, you just, you have the ability to just do things. If you have the financial support to do it. That's so cool. <laughs> that is so cool. I have, like, you have the ability to go buy a train ticket right now and take the south shore down to indiana like you can just do that right now i mean you shouldn't you should stay at home but you can you have to remember that life is not a one track road <laughs> as cheesy as that sounds um and it probably feels like it right now and you probably feel like your family is holding you back uh, I think we all feel like that. Sometimes, like, they, they really are. You can just up and leave. Um, and it takes time to build up more things that you're truly going to be proud of. I think this year, there are very, very little things that I'm truly proud of that I accomplished or did. Our lives are long, and it takes time to, to do stuff. Don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the past. Just think about right now, what could you do? What could you do differently? What could you do? Like, for example, like, I really need to pee right now. Like, I could just get up and go, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, this episode, I'm not entirely proud of it. I feel like I, I could have done better, but I'm going to upload it anyway. Because why not? You know, I'm helping someone, maybe. And if not someone that I'm helping myself. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have a really good day today and tomorrow. I hope that you sleep well tonight. Take three deep breaths. Sometimes this one YouTuber I watch says that and it's honestly really helpful. So take three deep breaths. It doesn't take any time. While creating my podcast, I realized that it doesn't just have to be me talking. I can make a layer of sound and call it a podcast. So I'm currently sitting in my new backyard on the warmest day we've had so far and listening to the birds, the lake, the wind rustling through the trees. A moment ago, I wish that I could share this with someone. Hold on to the memory of the feeling that these sounds bring me. I can can i pressed record on my most recent podcast in the works and sat back it brings me so much joy to share the feeling of bliss and relaxation a chorus of tweets and whistles with people that may listen to the podcast i care about the people who i come across in my life I may not use their negative feelings even just for a moment i'm putting myself in someone else's shoes once they listen to this audio snippet 
Is this what actors and music producers feel? What drives them to do what they do? I'm not sure, but I'm so glad I decided to do this.